Hey, it's Chef Carla, and welcome to Show Up Fully. This is a podcast where I talk to other creatives and entrepreneurs about how they show up in their real lives. If you don't know me, I'm a food stylist, photographer, health coach, and mama, and I'm also the founder of Poppy, which is a digital community and co-working space. And you can find more information in today's show notes and find me at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram. My guest today is Erin Parekh, and I am so grateful and excited to talk to her. She is a fellow TNS alum, which is the nutrition school with Carrie Glassman. And Erin, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and how you serve the world. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be on here and to show up with you. Um, so I'm Erin Parekh, as you said, and I am a holistic nutritionist and wellness coach who primarily works with women to help them really learn how to nourish their bodies from like a really deep down level to you know support and restore our hormonal balance, our metabolic balance, really just beat the overwhelm and just do it simply too through like simple lifestyle habits. I think so often we make things so complicated and it just doesn't have to be um, in the wellness world. I love that you said that so complicated because some of the tips, especially that you share on Instagram are so simple. It's really like put your snack on a plate. Yeah. How easy is that? Yeah. So often I think in this go, go, go world and, you know, with being home all the time with like COVID too, and we're like working at like my husband, he works on the dining room table. So it's like his computers on one side and then his like dinners on the other side. So it's like, how do you separate it? And instead of just like going and like grabbing a handful of nuts or something, it can be so simple as just like putting it on a plate in a bowl and just like making that mental shift to like, okay, I'm eating versus like I'm eating and working and doing all the things. Because there's no separation, right? There's no separation. And when we take that, I noticed because I personally have taken this tip and really ran with it and I use it for my entire family. Like, all right, we're going to put the snack in a bowl. We're going to get a plate. We're going to sit down and it makes such a difference. Like this is such a small shift and it's made such a tremendous impact in our home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we all can just use a little more sort of mindfulness um, and it's just like a small way to do it. I think we think mindfulness has to be this big thing like meditating and, and doing all these things, but it really is as simple as plating, plating your snacks. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm going to ask you as we're talking about food, what was your last meal? I had I actually just posted it on Instagram. I did like a workout and I had two hard boiled eggs, some seaweed snacks and flax crackers to like re um, nourish myself, all the protein and some minerals and everything. So it was, it was good. Delicious. I didn't want to be low blood sugar on our call. <laughs> I made sure I, I actually, because I know you talk a lot about blood sugar and I had a call before this And I was like, okay, I know that this is going to run past lunch. And I'm like thinking about blood sugar because I'm talking to you. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have some tuna. I'm going to have some nuts. I'm going to have an orange. I had half a bagel. I'm like all these things because I was talking to you. It was like I was being mindful 
of the blood sugar, of crashing, of not eating. And I think that, and I just want to like point this out to people, like when we start to think about our day, even if our day is at home, like how can we be more mindful of that? And mm-hmm. you're reminding me. I want to thank yeah. you. Of course, you're welcome. I think that's one of the things I see in my clients a lot is that they don't eat enough throughout the day, right? It's like this huge issue that we don't like fuel and nourish ourselves enough, like as like, and kind of paying attention to the schedules, you know, we're all over the place. Like, are the kids in school? Are the kids not in school? Like, what's going on? Um, So when are our meals and sort of figuring out like when during the day I need to eat versus like when I like should eat. Um, you know, like we think lunch is this one specific time, but depending on your day, it may not be. And then you end up like not eating and it's five o'clock, six o'clock, you're eating all of the food off of your kid's plate. Cause you're like starving where we need to really take the time to take care of ourselves to like eat enough throughout the day and stack those calories so that then we're not going into the evening, like starving and binging and needing all the things. It's, it's really helpful. It's so helpful, Erin. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. I want to ask you, and and I know that there's not, but what does a typical day look like for you right now? Yeah, um, it it kind of depends, and it depends on sort of what the what the week is like. Today is Monday, which is a light day. Like I don't take client calls on Mondays. I like to just have Mondays to like get into the week and flow into the week and kind of set myself up. Um, so like today, I went on. Um, a walk. I did like a little meditation yoga flow. Cause I think it's important to like get into your body and then made myself a matcha, um, hung out, filled out my calendar for the week. So every week I'll like go in and just kind of write it down. I like to have it on my desk, um, just so I can see it. And then I did a workout, had my snack. I have my phone call with you. And then this afternoon I'll do some schoolwork. Cause like I, I told you before, I'm getting my master's degree. Um, so it's exciting. I'm doing all of that. Um, so that's kind of my Mondays. And then on Tuesdays, I have a lot of like back-to-back client calls. So, so I'm going to ask you about your calendar. So you physically have one and you, do you do digital too? Or is yeah, it just- so I have a Google calendar that'll populate, like if a client books with me or like this would populate automatically, but then every Monday or sometimes Sunday nights, but usually like Monday mornings, I'll just like sit down and physically write it out onto like a desk planner for the next seven days, knowing that things will shift, but it just kind of helps me wrap my head around like, okay, this is my timing. And then like, what are kind of the tasks that I need to do each day? Like the big top three. Um, so I'll kind of write those down. Like, what are my goals? Um, like, do I need to write like content for social media? Um, do I have, you know, an exam I need to like study for that sort of thing or, or a paper due? Um, so I'll just kind of do that. Do I have like a client foundational call later in the week and I need to like review her food journal and write her plan, all of that. So I can kind of structure how that's going to fit in. Um, I'm a visual person. So I kind of like to see it written out and how, how I'll structure it. That's interesting because I do the same thing. It's oh, just I love really, it. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting to be able to take that digitalness and, and, and I don't even know if that's a word, but like the digital copy and put it down physically on paper. And I feel like that like brain connection mm-hmm. just helps me realize like, okay, this is actually going on as opposed to 
snoozing a Google alert. Yeah. And I don't, I realize I don't forget things. If I like physically write it down too, I'll like remember the appointment I have on Friday at 1 PM or if it's just my Google calendar, sometimes I feel like I will forget about it. And then you end up feeling like stressed and oh my gosh, I forgot I had this like meeting, but it just kind of sits in, in front of me. And I feel like it's just much more um, peaceful of a week, I guess. That's amazing. I know that uh, you meal prep too, like you cook a lot. And I want to know if you plan, is that in your physical calendar too? Not really. Um, I I was like a big like meal prep on Sunday and do all the things. But then I think you and I have talked about this another time. I get to the point where it's like, I don't want to eat something like two or three days later. So what I find is I just like cook more at dinner um, or, and then I know I have it for like the next day, um, or I'll freeze certain things. Like, you know, if I make soup, I'll freeze it. I won't actually like keep it in the fridge. Um, cause like, I don't want to eat lentil soup that I cooked on Sunday on a Wednesday, but if I freeze it and then I do want it on a Wednesday, it's like not a lost cause sort of thing. So I'll do more of that. Or like I'll hard boiled, like four eggs, not like a dozen, um, so I'll do little things like that, or I'll roast an extra tray of vegetables. So I know I have them for my salad the next day, but I'm not, not making food for the whole week. I love that. I love that. And we did talk about this. We did that on the live. So we have this little Instagram live. Actually, I'll put that in here if anybody yeah. wants to watch it. Um, and we did talk about cooking just a couple of eggs. And I feel like it takes the pressure off of like, I'm committed to eating this dozen of eggs that I hard boiled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it also kind of shows you how you can implement it like into like little moments throughout the day. You know, it's like training your brain to think that it doesn't have to be this Herculean task. It can just be like, okay, well, what can I do in this moment? If I already have the oven on to like set myself up for tomorrow you know, it doesn't have to be like, I'm going to do all of these things and take two hours out of my day. It's just, it's a much more, I think it's just less stressful to think about prepping that way, in my opinion. I'm on the same, I'm on the same boat with you. Like I, I teach and I call it in cook and shop, the cooking school that I have, I call it mini bursts of prep because Mm -hmm. I'm like, how can you do this in a tiny moment? How can you take five or 10 minutes as opposed to an hour. And I think we're on the same, we're literally on the same page with that. Um, I want to ask you about showing up because this is a buzzword, as you know, in wellness and fitness and spirituality and business, like, like literally everyone is telling us to show up. And this is why I shifted the name of this podcast because I'm like, I want to explore this. Like, what does it mean to show up? And what does it mean to different people? So I would love to know how you define showing up and where you show up in your life. Yeah, I think that's such a good question. Um, And I think it has to start with showing up for yourself first, right? If we don't take care of ourselves in some way, and just even some small way, like, you know, taking a moment to just like stretch and get into your body in the morning and take a beat and like, look at your calendar before you start the day. That's like showing up for you so that then you can show up fully for everyone else in your life, whether it's like your family, your kids or your clients. I think it really starts with taking care of you. 
um, nutritionally too. I mean, I am a nutritionist and I've seen firsthand how food can really just change your entire outlook and change your energy levels and how you act and how, and your anxiety and all of that. So I think nutrition is a really major way that I try to show up for myself as well. Um, and for my family. It's incredible because I see the way that you show up for yourself, especially in your stories. Like I know that Instagram is your platform and it's just incredible to see, like, I made this adaptogen latte. I have all of these, you know, superfoods inside of my breakfast or lunch or dinner. And it's like, it's just, it feels so for me, like as an outsider, it just feels so comforting because I'm like, wow, she is really taking care of herself. This is just so beautiful to watch this experience, to watch the outside time, um, acupuncture, like all the things. Like I just, I love, I love absorbing that. And it's almost like for me, it's like a permission slip to like, to take care of myself. Yeah, I think we have to embody what we preach and what we expect others to do and how we expect like our clients and everyone to grow. Like if you're not doing it yourself, then you can't preach it. And I think at some point you think, well, is this like, does it look like selfish? You know, do people think I actually like do any work or do I just like go on my walks and like drink matcha and make salads all day? But um, that's something I really do want to express is like how important it is to take care of you. Um, first and foremost. That's beautiful. And how do you show up in your business? Because I know that this is a huge part of your life that you have not only your private clients, you also have refresh society. So you have, and and you're going to school on top of this. (laughs) Yeah, I tend to do it all. Um, I'm going to do it. I do a lot of it. Um, so I have my private coaching practice, which is what I talked about, like the one-on-one clients and I have the refresh society, which is a membership and group coaching where it's really about community and women lifting up women, um, with a focus on, of course, nutrition and, um, structure. We, it, we really kind of kicked it off during COVID. And I think we were really amazed at how much everyone needed that type of society and connection, so I have those two things and I think really showing up is, is a focus way. So it's like, I know with my time blocks, like Tuesdays and Thursdays are client days and that just lets me, okay, I don't have to focus on school. I don't focus on anything else. Like these are just like my days. And I know like I'm just in like client coaching mode. Cause I think so often, you know, we're multitasking and we're doing so many different things, but it's like having those boundaries and having those blocks really lets you show up for whatever task or important event that you might have fully. So I think getting out of like the multitasking is huge and something that I I've struggled with. Um, but I finally kind of feel like I've hit the, my flow over the last like six months. So I think that sort of in work is how, how I show up is making sure I have designated times to, to coach and to check in on the membership and, and all of that. I love that. I love that having dedicated time and space. I'm going to ask you one more question about showing up. And I know that this is something that you share and you share the hard things. You share the things that are difficult and not easy. And you share, I know, 
by seeing your posts, like especially your selfies, showing the the hard things through yourself. And I'd love for you to talk about that. Yeah, I think, you know, we're all on a journey and life's not perfect or ever perfect. And it is, again, it's how we show up in the good times and it's how we show up when we're struggling that really make us a better person and, you know, take us to that, our next level self that we're always striving for. And I think I've realized, you know, social media is such, can be such a filter that I would just feel so wrong if I didn't bring my followers into what I'm going through on some level, which is like sharing about like my past eating disorder or um, our fertility journey. Um, just all of that, I think is is important to share on some level. And I, and, and I would never share like when I was going through it, it's usually like I have to process it first, right? Before I then decide or feel called to then share it um, with my community. But I think it's such a strong connection. We're all looking for that realness that to not share it and to not put that out there and to not use that information to potentially help someone else, you know, like, Oh wow, she's been there too. Like I'm not alone. I think is really a beautiful thing that we can, we can do. I think it's so beautiful. I think it's so brave. And I also think that when we give ourselves the opportunity to share what's going on and not only empowers us, but it empowers other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So beautiful. What do you do when you don't want to show up? Cause I think that this is really an important question. Like it's all well and good. When yeah. We show you know, up it's, it's funny. I've actually been struggling with this a lot lately. Like I think with the new, Instagram algorithm and like the privacy policies and all of that. It's like, this just seems like a lot. And I was always like, business coaches would be like, you need to post daily and you need to be consistent and you need to have this like schedule. And then really over the last like couple of months, I feel like I've just released that. And it's like, no, like I'm going to post when I feel like it is like authentic for myself. And I think there have been like times where I've gone like five days without posting anything or doing like stories. And it's, it's fine. (laughs) You know, we don't have, we don't have to do that. Um, so I think that's something that I've really come to realize and has been a big way to help me like show up even more is because then it's like, okay, well, I know I'm giving information like from the heart, you know, and it doesn't feel forced. I think this is so important. And I think it's so important to highlight that, we are told from business coaches from, I mean, including myself, like I, I teach Instagram inside Poppy. Like, does it help to post every single day? Sure. What will happen if you don't post for five days? I don't know. You might have a dip in the algorithm, but the deal is, is like everything is fine. And I feel like, I agree with you when you share it from the heart or when you share information with an intention, people notice that mm-hmm. and your community is so responsive. Yeah. I've, I've found that like, if I, if I force a post or it just doesn't feel right, it's like the engagement is so low. So kind of like, what's the point of posting if it's just gonna 
have low engagement and then take the algorithm anyway. So I might as well just do what feels good um, and just share the bits and pieces on stories. And if I feel like posting like a post, I will. Um, but but just letting go of like the I should or I need to or I have to um, do that, I think has almost allowed me to show up better, um, you know? Yeah. And I think that this ties into food too, mm-hmm. right? Like I should do this. I need to do this. It's almost causes anxiety. Like it's the yeah. same, like you can draw this into any area of business or any area of life. Right. Yeah. I should eat the salad. I should have the avocado. You know what I mean? All of that. I should eat meat. I shouldn't eat meat. Like dairy's bad. Dairy's good. Like all of that. I think it's so important to just like take a beat and take a stop and like check in with yourself and really like, listen, I'm really about like listening and, and tuning in. Cause then that's just going to tell you so much about yourself, what your body wants, what your mind wants, like, and, and just trusting, trusting that intuition to tell you kind of what you should do. Like you said, for business or, or for your body, or really with just any, any decision that you have to make. This is so beautiful. I think that you also, and I want to highlight this um, because we've talked about this before and we may have talked about it in a live, but really giving yourself that permission, like when you give yourself permission to post only when things feel good or you give yourself permission to eat the things that your body's craving, things feel so different. Yeah. And that's when you notice the changes too. You notice the more engagement, you notice like your clothes fit better, your skin is clearer, you have more energy because when we just like put so much pressure on everything that it just starts to crumble and feel just like this, it just gets so overwhelming. And I think, like I said, going back to the beginning, like it really doesn't have to be. And it starts with sort of like, you know, showing up for yourself, taking a beat, listening asking yourself what you need, like what feels good, and then sort of going from there and and really building your day around that. I love that. I love that. Is there anything else that you want to share with us before we wrap up this podcast? Gosh, I think we covered a lot. (laughs) We did. We did. We covered so much. And I always, I just, I love talking to you. I love connecting with you. Um, How can we find you? How can we work with you? How can we support you, Erin? Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Aaron Parak underscore or Aaron And really, I think like you said, Carla, it's just, I really honor my community and everything I put out there. And I think it is a place like if your listeners feel like they just need like a breath and to be reminded to breathe or to go on that walk, like it's, it's a place of like respite. Um, so I would love to see all of your viewers, listeners, check me out. Amazing. Thank you so much, Aaron. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Everyone listening, especially on iTunes, please rate review and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're on Instagram, take a screenshot share it in your stories, tag myself, tag Aaron. I will put our information in today's show notes. And also, if you would like to get a course for free, post the review, 
and send me a DM at Chef Carla underscore C and you can get my pantry refresh. It's how to clean, organize, stock your pantry, all the things. Send me a DM on Instagram with your review and you will get that course for free. I'm sending you and yours love. Bye.